2: Listen live, check out our podcast with the 98.5 The Sports Hub app. Play fake by
3: Bailey, dropping back, stepping up, stepping up, throwing to the right, caught by Myers on the run. And he's tackled outside at the 45 of Detroit. Price made the tackle on Jacoby Myers, crossing from nearside to far. Someone's in rhythm. And somebody else has gone over 100 yards today, receiving for the Patriots.
4: And that someone in rhythm would have been young Bailey Zappi. Jacoby Myers there for a 23-yard first down. New England converting 22 first downs today. And with every first down, Credit Union's Kids at Heart will help fund promising studies into Moya Moya disease as well as clinical care tools for children affected. Learn more at Heart.org. That's C, the letter U, Kids at heart.org Shaw's Patriots postgame show. Jim Murray, Joe Murray. You if you want to join us at 617-779-0985 to get on with Greg Bedard of Boston Sports Journal bostonsportsjournal.com, who joins us right now after the Patriots beat up the Lions 29 to nothing. Uh Let's start with the defense, because, it. Uh, look, the Lions shot themselves in the foot countlessly uh, in this game, but still, you got to tip your cap for the way that certain players on that side of the ball played, I think, Greg, starting with Matthew Judon, to shut out the team that came in averaging 35 points a game.
5: Yeah, I mean, I, my biggest takeaway from the game was that um, you know, and, and this is one of these games that's just – it's it's hard to tell much. And you could definitely, if you want to, you can look at on paper where the lines were coming into this game. You can also use your eyes and, and what you saw on the field today and, and how good that operation is, especially in crucial moments. And credit the Patriots to getting them to crucial moments, which sometimes they had some struggles with. But, you know, one thing that you can take away – from this game that was concrete to me was Matthew Judon was going up against two good tackles, not stellar tackles, but good tackles, in Taylor, Decker, and Panay Sewell of the Lions, and I thought that Judon largely dominated the game. Now, I asked Dan Campbell about it after the game, and he didn't think that, I think his quote was, you know, he, he didn't think that Judon wrecked the game or anything like that, but... Uh, I might disagree with that. Um, Certainly, he had the biggest play in the game, the strip sack, and Kyle Duggar returned it. But, uh, you know, I thought that Judon had a difficult assignment. He was still dominating, and that was a huge key in this game and sort of freed everybody up to to do what they did, which was basically, you know, give uh, Jared Goff and the Lions coaches enough room to sort of hang themselves.
6: Yeah, Judon was awesome. Uh, great in the in the preseason as well this year, but he t- he tailed off last year. Greg, um, yep. what do you think attributed to that? And he even said after the game today that when he's healthy, he can do that. Was he dealing with what what happened to him last year? Where he fell off.
5: Uh, I think he ran out of steam. Uh, I asked him that question in the post game because that's sort of what my column is about. Is like, look, he's. Matthew Junon's dominating. He has set a team record with six sacks through five games. Uh, he was equally dominating through about 11 or 12 games last year where you could make the case that he was definitely among the top players to be considered for NFL defensive player of the year. And then he completely vanished. And uh, as far as I know, I mean, he I'm sure he was dealing with something. But it wasn't serious enough to like keep him out of the Pro Bowl. He was there the next week and he was playing in the Pro Bowl. So it's not like he, he needed something that needed surgery or anything like that. Um, I think he just ran out of steam. I don't think he came into camp in the best shape. Uh, and I think he ran out of gas and he, he talked about his conditioning today. He talked about it. He referenced his com, comments in training camp and he did talk about it about how, I mean, basically, most of his comments were about he needed to be in better shape to last the whole season, and he was not last year, and he says that he is this year. We'll see because he is still by far the most dominating pass rusher on this team. You got a little bit more from Uche and Jennings and and Wise at times, but, I mean, coming into this game, my the stats that I do myself, I, I had him for 15 total quarterback pressures, and the next closest on this team was five. So the gap has grown even wider to where it was last year and so he is vitally important to this defense if they're going to do anything this year all right greg now it's time
4: i'll tell you right now oh, joe, joe and i have no. taken a, a couple of a leave we've used some cold compresses because we were getting hot in here feeling we got a bout of the fever you see with his first start what did you make of bailey zappy today and do you have the fever
5: uh, I thought he was terrific for what he was asked to do. Um, you know, I mean, he completed over eighty percent of his passes. It would have been, I think, eighty six percent if Nelson Aguilar could hold on to a pass. Um, did a great. His poise was outstanding, well beyond his years in the pocket, avoiding the pass rush, making plays with his feet, making plays just to get outside the pocket to let guys get open. Uh, highly accurate. Uh, he was tremendous in that regard. However, uh, this again, this was not a high degree of difficulty. If you're going to give the Patriots, if you're going to give the Patriots credit on defense on on defense for shutting out the Lions and saying how they looked coming in and their statistical ranking and all that, then on the other side of the coin, you can't give any credit to the offense for what they did to the Lions in this game because the Lions are equally putrid on defense. And and look, the Patriots. Ran the ball well. Uh, they stayed ahead of the change for the most part. The scoreboard was in their favor. They, uh, there were a lot of defined reads. Uh, some of the, what the Lions decided to do on defense sort of played into what they wanted to do as far as, you know, easing it for Zappi. Uh, but for what he was asked to do in this game, I thought he did a tremendous job. But, uh, no, I do not have Zappi fever.
6: So, do you think it was more about them trying to keep it simple for him? I thought there was a Without few question.
5: plays, a few plays he made on third down, and I that, that touchdown to Myers, I thought was a very good throw. Well, first of all, the game was over by then, um, and second of all, it was bad coverage against a secondary that was already down. I think five people, and it was actually it was uh, give Matt, Matt Patricia credit on that play because he actually, for once, in the red zone anticipated what the defense was going to be in, which was cover two. And he actually sent a really good route combination where, uh, you know, they sent a vertical at the safety to sort of, uh, you, and you're reading the safety there. And if he goes towards, I think it was Hunter Henry on the inside. If he goes towards Hunter Henry, then the read is to Jacoby Myers, but that's a, it's a very simple read, you know, good play, um, certainly by Zappi, but there's little question to me that, you know, look at, the way they called this game um, for the most part, um, you know, very conservative, um, you know, play a heavy play action. Sometimes they did it on first down, but largely it was, you know, run, run, pass, you know, set up Zappi into good situations. And, you know, that the Patriots were only kicking field goals most of the day, to me, is indicative of exactly the way the coaches felt they had to manage Zappy in this game. And they did. Feel They had to manage him. I mean, you're not asking the guy to be in shotgun, you know, second and 15 shotgun spread and you got to figure out the coverage and where to go to the ball. That's not going on. It didn't go on in this game. And so absolutely. I thought they managed him in this game.
4: Okay. Uh, well, I want to get uh, your thoughts on how Hunter Henry was more involved uh, coming up uh, after the break here. If you want to go know Greg Bernard, get his thoughts uh, and talk, talk to him about this game the Patriots shut out the Detroit Lions 29 to nothing the number to call is 617-779-0985 more coming up Shaw's Patriots post game show next on the safety insurance 985 sports of Patriots radio network
0: Do your contact lenses keep drying up and then you move to glasses and then they fog up with your mask on? Do your eyes a favor and change your life with LASIK. Book a free evaluation online today at BostonVision.com and get $500 off your procedure. Because your best vision is Boston Vision.
7: You probably know Vistaprint for business cards. But did you know we also print everything a small business needs? That store's window decal you keep staring at while you're waiting for this traffic to move. Or that bumper sticker in front of you. We print anything. Like all that stuff in your back seat. That t-shirt. That tote bag. That takeout menu. We print it. That guy's hat in the car next to you. Technically, that's embroidery. But yeah, we print that too. We can even help design it all for you. Because when you use Vistaprint, the printabilities are endless. Print it all. Vistaprint.com. Hi, this is Jacoby Myers.
3: Medical discovery lifts the human spirit, especially when cutting-edge research develops into real-world care. That's why I'm partnering with Credit Union's Kids at Heart this season to fund many promising studies into Moya Moya disease in children. This year, with every New England First Down, Credit Union's Kids at Heart will donate funds toward research and clinical care. Together, we'll gain ground in the fight against the chronic disease affecting children. Learn more at cukidsofart.org.
0: The First Downs to Fight Moya Moya disease campaign is generously supported by Granite State Credit Union and Rockland Federal Credit Union.
1: Put a stop to what's bugging you with Burgess Pest Management, the trusted pest control company for me, Mike Felger. I've used Burgess Pest for years at my home. I love that they are local and family-owned for almost 100 years. Burgess is so much easier to work with than the national chains, it's not even funny. Burgess Pest offers unlimited pest coverage starting at $39 per month for their popular pad protection plans. Burgess Pest guarantees elimination of rodents, ants, termites, and hundreds of pests. I use Burgess Pest, and you should too. Go to BurgessPest.com. Hey, it's Hardy, and if you want a place that will make you feel more confident and more comfortable with your body, Dr. Russo's office in Newton Center is the place. Dr. Russo's full-service cosmetic center can take care of all your cosmetic needs, including fat reduction with two cool sculpting elite machines that can treat four areas at once. Dr. Russo is a Harvard-trained, board-certified plastic surgeon with over 30 years of experience. Aging stops at Dr. Russo's. Call 617-964-1440 to book your consultation. Do what I did and take advantage of their Cool sculpting treatment today.
3: Football is finally back, and you can score big this season by heading over to FindMassMoney.com. There's over $3 billion just waiting to be claimed at FindMassMoney.com. From things like forgotten bank accounts, stock certificates, payroll and refund checks, 1 in 10 people have unclaimed property, and that one could be you. Money is free and easy to use. Visit FindMassMoney.com and see if you can score big with some extra cash this football season. That's FindMassMoney.com.
2: Electric vehicle ownership has skyrocketed in recent years, but inefficient home chargers continue to be a challenge for EV drivers. Until now, Boston EVC installs safe and affordable charging stations for homes and businesses, allowing electric vehicle drivers to charge their vehicles efficiently while providing business owners and property managers a unique benefit to attract customers and employees. To get a quote for your home or business and discover rebates that can return 60% of your upfront costs, visit bostonevc.com. That's bostonevc.com. Boston EVC, the electric vehicle charging experts.
8: Whether I'm heading to a game, the airport, or out with friends to get where I need to be in comfort and style, I rely on the pros at A Plus Coach. Anthony and his team at A Plus Coach offer world-class personal transportation services with the best fleet of luxury vehicles anywhere in Massachusetts, all at an affordable price. Next time you're heading to a game, heading to Logan like I do, or heading to Boston for a night out, leave the driving to A Plus Coach. For reservations and more, visit apluscoach.com or call 781-THE-LIMO. That's apluscoach.com or 781 the and to get the best rate, tell them so sent Hey, it's Zoe, and I'm wondering if you can already see it coming. It's getting dark out earlier and earlier, and you're spending less time outside, and it's getting colder. The perfect combination to spearhead weight gain instead of barbecuing. You start leaning on those heavy pastas and all that takeout food. And before you know it, your doctor and your skill are both yelling at you. Don't make the same mistakes this year. Lean on the coaches at Awaken 180 to help bring a little light to these darker months. Whether you're concerned about seasonal weight gain or adding to what's never left, change it by making a 180 this season. It's not difficult. Difficult. The hardest part about losing weight with Wake 180 is dialing the number, but I'm pretty sure you can handle that. Make the call today, 844-346-1800. That's 844-346-1800. You can also schedule your consultation online. Go to Awake180WeightLoss.com. Select the location, the day, the time, everything that works best for you. 844-346-1800. Then the hardest part is over.
3: I'm Bob Soce, the voice of New England football. And if you want to know how my voice stays in peak condition, look no further than my cup of Bigelow tea. It's an essential part of my daily routine. Bigelow tea. Grab a mug and tea proudly.
0: Don't miss the 26th annual Comics Come Home, coming to the TD Garden on November 12th. Get your tickets now to see Dennis Leary, Jimmy Fallon, John Mullaney, Roy Wood Jr., Sam J, and an all-star lineup for a night of laughs to benefit the Cam Mealy Foundation for Cancer Care. Tickets available to all Ticketmaster outlets or in person at the TD Garden box office.
2: The home of the Rivs, the sports hub.
3: Come on, Dave. Now on fourth and a half yard. The Lions going for it. Out of the offset eye formation. Goff like is under center. The quarterback pulls away. Quick hitter. No. To the fullback and a plunge up the middle. They stuffed him. depends on the spot of the forward progress. Looked like the Patriots stuffed him. And there was no forward progress on that run by Jamal Williams. And so the Pats... Get a turnover on downs, denying Detroit. The Lions now 8 for 13 on fourth down drive. Is that something
5: when a team will go for it? It's very insulting.
6: But, I mean, it's, it's their team. So, I mean, if they're supposed to want to go for it, they'll have to go for it. You know, but, I mean, it's not, you know, I feel like it's deep some I and it's disrespectful.
4: Devon Gottschow finding it disrespectful going forward on fourth down. Especially that very first one. And they kept doing it again again and again and again and again did the Detroit Lions and their eventual 29 nothing loss to the Patriots today. Avidia Bank partnering with New England safety Adrian Phillips for Be a Champion for a Child to Benefit the Boys and Girls Clubs of Metro West to provide youth development, education, prevention, social, athletic, and recreation programs to at-risk children and teens. A Video Bank donating $1,000 every defensive interception or turnover that Adrian and the defense make up to $30,000. Also, New England's defense has now forced nine turnovers through five games, so a video bank donating $9,000 to the boys and girls clubs of Metro West. Sean's Patriots Post Game Show. It's Jim Murray, Joe Murray, joined by Greg Bedard of Boston Sports Journal, bostonsportsjournal.com. So uh, a lot of uh, the day in the offense, uh, you know, more credit to the coaches, the way they got Bailey Zappi set up. And I wonder, Greg, was do you think there was a real conscious effort finally to get Hunter Henry involved? Because I thought early, it's like, oh, okay, finally, to me, yeah, it, it, he's been it's too much blocking, not enough catching for Hunter Henry thus far this season.
5: Without question, I thought they went into this game, and one of the things on their checklist was, all right, we need to get Hunter Henry involved. Because I I, mean, I look back at his game logs over his career, and he had never had uh, an, a four-game stretch like he had. I mean, he had nine targets and five catches for like, I don't know, 49 yards or something like that in the first four games. Going back to San Diego or L.A., whatever, uh, with the Chargers, he had never had a stretch like that, even back to when – he was a rookie, and so it was just, it was getting ridiculous. Like, I understand uh, him having to block more on the fly last week. Johnny Smith goes down. You're on your third-string quarterback. Like, I understand that, uh, but he has just been a completely neglected uh, weapon on this offense that, just doesn't have enough of them, so they had to get him involved. I thought today against the Lions was a good opportunity. Their their safeties are terrible, and they started to go out. Uh, their linebackers do not cover very well either. Um, so I thought this was. I thought going in this would be a good opportunity. I, it remained to be seen whether they would do it, but uh, credit to them, they got him involved, and hopefully it only grows. I would really like to see him and be involved more in the red zone because I think he can help. Uh, some of their red zone woes.
6: Hey, Greg, just sticking with the pass catchers, Jacoby Myers uh, made his return today. We saw the debut of uh, Tyquan Thornton, and Nelson Aguilar had another tough day. How do you see these three fitting in, and could Aguilar not be around uh, when the trade deadline comes around?
5: Well, you would have to have somebody take on his contract which is um an issue um I I would have to look closer to see what the deal is with that and whether he's cuttable or anything but uh I have him so far so that was his second drop that I had he had two fumbles before this he now has an interception that was on him in through five games I mean that's just ridiculous it's not it's not good enough um you know now that Thornton Thornton being back in the mix and we'll see. I assume his role will grow with each week. He's really the Aguilar replacement. They do the same thing. And so, uh, you know, I'm hopeful that, uh, when, when they feel more comfortable with Thornton, that Aguilar is just straight out inactive, um, next week or in the next couple weeks and, and Kendrick Bourne continues to get his opportunity because, you know, they're not all the receivers aren't totally, uh, the same they they all play sort of different positions and different roles on this team and it was definitely good to see myers back in the mix he makes such a difference you could tell the confidence that the quarterbacks have in him and so i i thought that was also you know important and really good for a rookie quarterback to have a guy that you know is you know that smart and knows exactly what he's supposed to do on each play to your calls
4: Mick Greg Bedard Boston Sports Journal. Again, a couple open lines you want to join us. 617-779-0985. Joey in the car. You're next. Go ahead, Joey.
8: Hey, Jeff. How are you doing? Good. Go ahead. So, what a beautiful day for a football game. Big win. Um, a much-needed win for the team and the fans. Uh, love being there. They may be the Detroit Lions, but we just shut out the number one offense and running team in the NFL, right? This win is a big boost going forward. So, and another thing, we're still undefeated at home in the uh, throwback uniforms. And, Joe, you've still got to try those hot wings at Gillette.
4: <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> uh, there was a lot packed you tried into them, that call. Yeah. Well, now, now they're 10-3 in their throwback uniforms, uh, and uh, three of those coming with wins over the Lions, the latest again today. Um, were <laughs> there any – Greg, look, I mean, the Lions did shoot themselves in the foot sometimes, but – we can't overlook there were to me some nits to pick and one was that there was a third and 12 where the lions converted that and i forget what wide receiver it was wide open and yep. they did seem to get run on at times so these are things that have been issues you know in the first four games of the season where it's like they can't get off the field on third down they get gashed in the run and we did still kind of see that today right
5: yeah i didn't I you know well, look i mean i i, I hate being uh Negative Nelly or whatnot, but, uh, you know, especially the end result was zero points. I do think a lot of it was sort of situational. They went for the first, fourth down and then it's like, then they get behind and, you know, why not go for it? And it was just, to me, it was one of those games. And the Patriots are going to have one of those games where they just suck and I don't make more out of it than, and, you know, Dan Campbell seemed to think that today was, he mentioned he called it rock bottom and he, he didn't think it was, the patriots doing he thought it was mostly their own doing and but i do think uh i do think there are things to worry about with the offense that uh, a more buttoned up operation um you know especially when it was just you know you got the f- turnover on downs you got the interception and it's only you're only getting field goals it's only six nothing and the lions are just one play away they're into the red zone almost they're at the 25 it's third and 2 you're like oh they're going to punch it in here and and all of a sudden they're going to have the lead and, you know, I do think the Patriots got run on a little bit. I mean, their, their, their backs, uh, you take out Jared Goff, they all averaged. They they averaged over four yards of carry. Um, you know, there were some plays in the past game. Jack Jones got turned around on that pass, and that's a, you know, it's a young player's mistake, and, and he certainly has a share of them. He makes his great share of plays uh, as well, you know, with the interception that was a terrible read by Goff. In my opinion, it was clearly cover two or cover three, whatever the Patriots were in. And, um, you know, look, uh, you know, the the bottom line is they got the job done. And I'm sure wins make everybody feel better. It doesn't matter what kind of flavor win it is. It makes everybody feel better. And now it's, you know, on to Cleveland. And can you stack success? Can you take this and do it again on the road next week? We'll see. All right, more with Greg Bedard of Boston Sports Journal coming up after the headlines with Joe Murray. First, though,
4: we need to pause 10 seconds for station identification here on the Safety Insurance 98.5 of the Sports Hub Patriots Radio Network. Boston, the home
5: of
2: the Patriots, and Boston's home for sports is 98.5 the Sports Hub. Media Station, Sports Hub Headlines.
6: Patriots 29, Lions 0. That was the score today as they get their second win of the year. Bailey Zappi got his first career start. He threw a touchdown pass to Jacoby Myers. He finished with seven receptions for 111 yards. Zappi 7-21, 188 through the air. Ramondre Stevenson had 161 on the ground today And the defense. Uh, Did have a touchdown. It was a, a fumble return. For a TD by Kyle Duggar. They'll take on the Cleveland Browns next week, who lost by two points today to the Chargers, 30-28. Other scores around the NFL. The Giants beat the Packers in London, 27-22. The Bills all over the Steelers, 38-3. Vikings, 29. Bears, 22. Saints, 39. Seahawks, 32. The Jets scored 40 points on the Dolphins today. They went 40-17. Buccaneers, 21. Falcons, 15 Titans, they get a win. They're now 3-2 on the year, 21-17 over Washington. And the Texans get their first win of the year, 13-6 over the Jaguars. Right now in the third quarter, 49ers, 17-9 over the Panthers. Cowboys have a 16-10 lead over the Rams and the Eagles, 14 Cardinals. 10 tonight, it will be the Bengals traveling to the Ravens. And on Monday Night Football, Raiders go to Kansas City. Headlines: They are driven by the new all-wheel drive 2023 Honda HRV. Head to your local Honda dealer and learn more and see their lineup of 2022 rugged vehicles. I'm Joe Murray. More post game after this on the safety insurance 98.5 The Sports of Patriots Radio Network.
3: Hey, football fans, it's Bob Sosie, the voice of New England football. If you want to know how my voice stays in peak condition, look no further than my cup of Bigelow tea next to me in the booth. It's an essential part of my game day routine. And when it comes to tea, settling is not an option. Bigelow tea, grab a mug and tea proudly.
2: Let's face it, shopping for a used car isn't always a positive experience. But that
7: is about to change. Honda is bringing the plus side to used car buying with Honda
5: True Used. Shop from a selection of vehicles up to 10 years old. Plus, get a Honda-backed limited warranty and other premium benefits. Learn more online or at your local
7: Honda dealer and discover the better way to buy used with Honda True Used. Hi, I'm
3: Bob Sosi. Win big game day prizes like tickets, exclusive experiences, Shaws grocery gift cards, and more with Shaws Supermarket and Pepsi. Simply scan the sweepstakes QR code at the Pepsi display in your local Shaws and complete the entry form for your chance to win. Plus, score a free 2-liter Pepsi when you redeem two reward points with Shaws for You. Not a Shaws for You member? Well, sign up today to start earning rewards. Simply text JOIN to 46359 to download the Shaws app and sign up. Shaws is proud to be the official supermarket of the 98.5. the Sports Hub Patriots Post Game show.
8: When you're thinking of winning teams, think of Wind Waste Innovations, the official waste and recycling provider for Gillette Stadium, the New England Patriots, and the New England Revolution. From servicing your favorite sports stadiums to curbside pickup of your home or business, Wind Waste Innovations can handle all of your waste and recycling needs. Wind Waste Reliable and Sustainable Service meets performance for you and performance for the planet. Visit wind-waste.com or call 866-WinWaste. That's 866-946-9278 or wind-waste.com to get wind waste on your team today.
2: People who can work from home seem to love it, as do their pets. You know who else loves it? Cybercriminals. Home servers are almost always less secure than those at the office. Protect yourself with cyber coverage from safety insurance. It covers data restoration, data recreation, system restoration, and more. Perfect if your current security system isn't getting the job done. Ask an independent agent about safety insurance. We'll help you manage life's storms, even the cyber kind.
8: Hey, it's Maz. As Patriots fans, you have been conditioned over the years to expect the best. That's why you should mow your lawn with an errands. They're built like tanks, but they leave your lawn with a perfectly manicured cut. They're so durable and reliable, they're known as the generational mowers because they're passed down from generation to generation. Or maybe it's because they've been in business for five generations. Use the best lawnmower, Aarons the official lawnmower of the Patriots. Visit your
3: independent
0: errands dealer to learn more. Drinking and driving ruins lives. If you or a loved one is struggling with alcohol or drug use, AdCare can help. Your path to recovery begins at AdCare. Call 1-800-ALCOHOL. That's 1-800-ALCOHOL.
1: Albaline Instant Oil Change, the best defender in the game against engine wear, provides 15-minute drive through oil changes and touchless service for busy people. Go to GetAnOilChange.com to save 15% on your entire invoice and your 15-minute drive through oil change. Print out the coupon or pull it up on your mobile device. That's GetAnOilChange.com. Adam Jones, Knights on the Sports Hub.
3: Zappi takes the snap and hands it to Stevenson. Runs Five. it right through a big piece. Brock the 30. Shoved out of bounds inside the 20. Elliott with a saving hit by the Lions. A touchdown preventing shove out along the far side at the 15.
4: Ramondre Stevenson. Big 26-yard run there in the red zone. And it's time for the Red Zone Recap, presented by Wind Waste Innovations, with four trips for the Patriots into the red zone today. That's another $2,000 given to the Dana-Farber Institute for Cancer Research, Wind Waste Innovations, the official waste and recycling services provider of Gillette Stadium and the New England Patriots. Visit wind-waste.com today. Shaw's Patriots post-game show with Jim Murray and Joe Murray and you. If you want to join us at 617-779-0985. Got Greg Bedard of Boston Sports Journal with us, bostonsportsjournal.com. So uh, I found it interesting after the game that he had last week in Green Bay, uh, Greg, Isaiah Wynn ended up getting the start again at right tackle where he was like looked like a straight-up liability last week against the Packers. Uh, what did you make of his performance today?
5: Uh, I thought it was uneven. He had a big holding penalty. I think he, you know, gave up a, a couple of pressures. Had some issues in the running game. Um, you know, I did think it was interesting that they didn't go with Cannon. The coaches see him in practice more. See both of them in practice more. Uh, I do know that Belichick brought up uh, Cannon's conditioning a few times. I think in the pregame interview with Zoe, uh, so I think that's that's an issue. I mean, the guy basically hasn't played much football in two years. And uh, so uh, we'll have to see how that goes forward. We'll have to see how the film looks. But, um, you know, hopefully bounce bounced back a little bit because he had three really rough weeks weeks in a row.
6: Yeah, Trent Brown did really well on Hutchinson today. Uh, that was another good matchup. But just sticking with the, the line in the running game, uh, Damian Harris leaves with a uh, hamstring injury and Stevens the rest of the way 25 carries – No other back got a carry today. Uh, When can Ty Montgomery come back as well? What's his status?
5: Uh, good question. Um, I, if I remember correctly, I think he played week one and then went out after that. So he should be able to. He should be able to start his window if he needs any um, this week, and uh, that will certainly help. I think they're going to have to look at also, you know. What has Kevin Harris done in practice? He's on the uh, practice squad. So is JJ Taylor. Uh, they might have to look at some, you know, veterans also bringing them in. Uh, at least put somebody on the practice squad just to get a look at them. Um, because yeah, I mean, these hamstrings are tough, and and you know, Harris could be back this week, but uh, better safe than sorry.
4: Tim in Miami joins us next year in the Shaw's Patriots post game show. Wants to talk about the quarterback. Go ahead, Tim.
7: Hey, what's up, guys? Got a comment and then a question for Greg. Uh, my comment I thought Zappy played great. I know you say they simplified the offense, but for me, that didn't feel like a training wheels kind of an offense that sometimes you see with rookie quarterbacks. He wasn't checking it down for two yards every play, nor were they rolling him out with a back or a tight end dragging across the field with him. He was back there in the pocket. And what really impressed me was the way he was able to sense the pressure and step up. He didn't go back into a cocoon and get swallowed up like so many uh, young guys do. So I'm curious to see what he can do next week against what more closely resembles an NFL team. My question for Greg, so they had 168 yards plus on the ground. How much of that was the zone blocking versus the gap blocking? And are they making any uh, strides with the zone blocking scheme they're trying, or have they pretty much just gone back to the traditional approach?
5: So I didn't – outside of the first series, I didn't note any outside zone runs. I'm sure there were. Um, I I was not watching it that closely. I do know there were two or three runs for, like, a total of, like, one yard on the outside zone stuff. They've used it at times. I mean, basically – Patricia's sort of spinning the dial with the run game. That's what we've sort of learned so far. He basically varies his looks between like he'll go gap, then I'll go outside zone. He'll go run cross tap. I thought they, I thought they ran to the outside a lot more with, uh, like the, the, the crack toss play, um, you know, pulling the guard, things like that. Uh, the, the Lions are pretty weak on the edges. They're not very good in the running game. Their ends aren't very good. They didn't have Charles Harris today, which I think Belichick mentioned in his post-game press conference. He's one of their um, best edge guys and probably their most experienced. They've been without him. Uh, I don't think that they're making much traction in the in the outside zone running game. Uh, I thought a lot of it was uh, you know the gap stuff and power stuff. And you know, as far as Zappy, I completely agree with you about his sort of intangibles and how he handled things and the pressure. Look, I'm just going off of what I sensed watching in the stadium and and watching television reviews. I did not think it was a high degree of difficulty. I thought it was a tightly managed game. Dan Campbell thought the same thing. Uh I'll have to go back and look at the film tomorrow. Um you know, when I view it to 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 make the case, but you'll hear on Tuesday on Felger and Maz how many uh plays Bailey and Bailey Zappy impressed me on and uh I'm sure we'll discuss that.
6: Hey, Greg, you said you had a chance to talk to Dan Campbell. I asked Jim this question, you know, do you like a coach that goes for it six times on fourth down? But is his play calling or his coaching style reckless for the Lions when it comes to, like, momentum?
5: Uh, it's a good question. I mean, I, I've i just – I watched the film of two of their games coming into this. Um, I don't really track the downs that much. I'm mostly just watching the players and, and things like that. So I wasn't sure – I know some of the Patriots talked. I think it was Devin McCourty talked about how they knew they were going to go for it on fourth down because they—that's what they do. As far as today, um, I did think some of it was a little bit reckless. I thought, you know, after I think it was that fourth and nine that they ended up going for. I think that's that was a strip sack
4: play. Yeah, that's the second um, one.
5: Yep. I thought that was a little ridiculous. Like, you know. You know, what are we doing here? I thought the first one was a good, I had mostly problems like when they went for it or when they got to third and short and things like that. I didn't like any of their play calls. Like before the strip sack, it was third and two. The Lions call timeout. The Patriots, everyone's up on the line. They're showing, they're either bluffing zero blitz or they're coming with it. And they still ran sort of like, you know, Campbell said that it was a missed assignment it was a mental error that Dietrich Wise wasn't blocked on that play I'm sure it was the running back almost fumbled yeah and the Patriots were overloaded like I don't know how you don't check to a pass there like they were basically giving you the pass uh, or at least you know something but like the, the play that they ran was just terrible and it goes for like a seven yard loss now it's now it's fourth and nine and now you're going for it like I had an issue with that. I just didn't like a lot of their play. They threw short of the sticks basically once on fourth down. Yeah. Like, I, I didn't – a lot of that stuff – I don't mind going for it, but you better have a good plan and you better have a good attack, and it just looked like they were just straight throwing darts when it came to those plays.
4: And Jared Goff, too, for all that – look, the points that they've put up – it, it, I said, he's yeah, Greg. You know, and I'm normally not one to like get into the fan talk of like, yeah, Belichick owns that guy. But like there is it felt to me like, boy, he's like spooked when he plays Bill Belichick, because a lot of that and how he played mirrored that Super Bowl of
5: 2018. Yeah, and being in Campbell's press conference, um he made a couple subtle comments that basically like even in terms of because I asked him a question about Judon and his impact on the game, and he even when he responded to that question, he even mentioned Goff as sort of the protection. So, in my opinion, I think Dan Campbell thought that basically Jared Goff choked today, that, that he had opportunities to make plays or make uh, checks at the line or do something different, and he completely wilted. Now, is that the Patriots? Is that Belichick? You know, I don't know. I, I, I do think that. The more third downs that you can get Jared Goff into, like he's fine when the scores go in their way or, you know, they're they're making big plays on first and second down, but if you can get him into third downs and fourth downs, like he just he, he just spits the bit. And, you know, you saw that repeatedly today and, and I I it could be a Belichick thing, but you know, it was interesting that Dan Campbell basically threw Goff under the bus today. And I don't think he's wrong either. I thought that you know, he left a lot of plays on the field and could have done a lot more to be better in this game.
4: Yeah, he's just jittery in the pocket or, you know, throwing off balance. Like, it, it, I, that's one guy. And again, you, you know, Greg, the take game, no one's ever going to be 100%. But uh, that guy, I've been 100% right on. He's not to mention the injuries. Like, I wonder if there was something there for Goff. Like,
6: oh, look at the lineup I got today. You know what I mean? He, oh, with all the, He held the ball way too much, yeah. way too long today.
4: All right, more coming up. uh, One more segment with Greg Bedard of Boston Sports Journal. If you want to get on with us, it's 617 779 0985. That is the phone number. The Patriots beat up the Lions today at home 29 to nothing, improved to 2 and 3 on the season. Take a look at some of the upcoming games, whether or not the Patriots can make some hay with Greg. Coming up on the Safety Insurance 985
9: Sports of Patriots Radio Network. Join Planet Fitness today and get more epic energy and better sleep with tons of equipment and our clean and spacious clubs. Join for $1 down, $10 a month, cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, October 14th. It's blow
0: time. See club for details. It's that time of year again, time to get your flu shot. Shaw's is making it easier to protect yourself and your family by offering free flu shots with most insurance, with no copayment unless required by your plan. You can also get other vaccinations, including COVID boosters at the same time as your flu shot. One stop at Shaw's Pharmacy is all it takes to stay healthy all season long. And remember, with your vaccination, you'll get 10% off groceries. Restrictions apply. Visit Shaw's Pharmacy today or visit slash flu for details.
2: Meet my little bundle of joy. I'm not a baby. Not you. The savings we got with safety insurance by bundling home and auto coverage. Savings? How much? Enough to go shopping? Our independent agent already did. She explained which coverage would truly protect us and then shopped around to get us the best deal. So we saved a bundle on a bundle? Yep. Great. I'm going to go shopping now. Bye. Ask an independent agent about safety insurance. We'll help you manage life storms.
9: Hi, I'm New England Patriots Captain David Andrews. Being a captain means showing up, being dependable, and working hard. Those are values the Wind Waste Innovations team know well. Wind Waste Innovations is the official waste and recycling partner of Gillette Stadium and the New England Patriots. They handle all our waste and recycling needs, and they incorporate sustainability at every step. That means performance for us and performance for the planet. Wind Waste offers a wide range of waste and recycling solutions for your home and your business. Visit wind-waste.com or call 866 win WASTE to get Wind Waste on your team today. Today. McGovern Automotive Group has the largest new and pre owned selection of cars, trucks, and SUVs in New England with over 4,000 in stock. Visit any of their 18 Boston and New Hampshire area locations or online at McGovernAuto.com. Have a lease return coming up in the next few months? McGovern Auto will pay you up to a $1,000 bonus for turning in your lease with them, regardless of condition or miles. To learn more, log on to McGovernAuto.com. That's McGovernAuto.com. Hey, this is Rich for VA New England. Sometimes I feel like I'm the only non-military member of my family. My father was in Vietnam. I have an uncle who was a POW, grandfather, cousins. I've seen firsthand their sacrifices, and because they've given the best, they deserve the best. If you or a family member served honorably for two years or more, you are eligible for benefits from VA New England, including health care, disability, home loans, and the GI Bill. To learn more, go to vacares.us or call 844-VA-CARES, or just download the VA New England app in the App Store. Hey Becky, what about this beat for your next song? Mm,
3: it's cool, but I'm into faster stuff lately. Like Xfinity that gives me beyond gig speeds. Got it. What about this then? Mm. It sounds powerful, just like Xfinity. Because its supersonic Wi-Fi has three times the bandwidth, you can connect hundreds of devices at once.
9: (laughs) That's what I
7: call power.
3: Unbeatable Internet from Xfinity. Made to do anything so you can do
0: anything. Learn about the next generation Wi-Fi from Xfinity. Or get started with unlimited 300 megabits per second Internet for $29.99 a month with a two-year rate guarantee and no annual contract required when you add Xfinity Mobile. Plus, get a free 4K streaming box. Go to Xfinity.com. Call 1-800-XFINITY or visit a store today. Limited time offer. Restrictions apply. Requires paperless billing and auto pay. New Performance Pro Internet customers only. Xfinity Mobile requires post-pay Xfinity Internet. After 24 months, regular rates apply to all services and devices. Actual speeds vary. Requires compatible Xfinity Gateway. Limited quantities available.
1: Need a new roof? It's East Coast Metal Roofing's fall into savings promotion. Reference me, Felger, or 98.5 The Sports Hub and get 10% off your complete roof replacement. Visit
8: eastcoastmeadowroofing.com. Hey it's so, this football season, Coors Light wants you to have a chance to win a personalized cameo message from me. Be sure to scan the QR code that you can find at participating bars, restaurants, and packy stores. Or just log on to coorslightfootball.com to enter for your chance to win a personalized cameo from me, Coors Light, made for football, made to chill.
2: Connect with Boston's home for sports online. 98.5 thesportshub.com. The The world is a vampire. Sent to drain.
4: Music of the game brought to you by Live Nation. Two of rock's biggest bands in a must-see monumental night. The Smashing Pumpkins with very special guest Jane's Addiction. October 16th at TD Garden. Get tickets now at livenation.com. Shaw's Patriots postgame show here with Jim Murray, Joe Murray, Greg Bedard the Boston Sports Journal for one more segment here. And Greg, uh, you got the Cleveland Browns in Cleveland next week, uh, followed by the uh, wretched Chicago Bears on a Monday night at home, then at Jets Colts. Is this going to mirror? Uh, and then Jets again. Will this mirror? You think what the Patriots ended up doing last year after their one and three start, and they go on a bit of a run?
5: Hundred percent. I mean, I that's I I projected them to start one and three, win their next four. Now, I thought the Colts were going to be a little bit better, and we'll see what happens. Uh, you know, just like the Patriots, other teams have the ability to improve um, over the course of games, so we'll see where the Colts are at. But I predicted them to be five and three, and actually, if I think they were either going to be in first or second place in the AFC East ahead of the Bills at five and three, uh, because of the Bills' early season schedule, that might not come to fruition. But absolutely, you know, I think it's it's setting up the exact same way. Everybody's going to get all excited, and the question is what are the what the Patriots do in their last six or seven games. I mean, three years running, they've kind of uh, fallen apart at the end and blown an opportunity to be uh, a good a good team and into the playoffs and you know, they've blown by weeks, they've blown, you know, playoff opportunities, things like that. We'll have to see what they do this year. I mean, but you know, well, it's, it's hard for me to project exactly what's going to happen. I just hope that people, I doubt that they will, but I hope people learn lessons from last year where they don't get too excited and they wait for, them to actually you know prove themselves in in real football games
4: oh greg people have short memories you know what's going to end up happening <laughs>
5: <laughs> oh yeah um but bro, like, you were so wrong Bernard. yeah Apologize.
4: It, just on this quickly so you mentioned the colts and I, I don't know if you happen to see thursday night's game which was wretched but st- do you do you feel down i avoided it do you feel down on the conference though like i do because there are teams like yes. them and even denver that i thought would be better than they've looked so far
5: yeah, and, uh, I actually wrote about that in my column today at BSJ where I sort of, you know, looked at the, the landscape through four games. And again, you know, there's a lot, a lot that's going to happen that's going to change. Uh, but, you know, in terms of, you know, the Patriots, uh, you know, right now, uh, over a Football Outsiders, they have them projected for about 7.1 wins. And, you know, to get into the playoffs is about 8.2. So, I mean, before the season, I thought that it was going to need, you're going to need 11 wins to get in the playoffs in the AFC. And now looks like it's going to be 10 wins definitely gets you there. Nine wins probably gets you there. So it's the race to nine wins. Can you get there? And we'll have to see with this team.
6: Uh, just looking at the Browns next week, uh, Nick Chubbs rushed for over 100 yards in, in, in multiple games. Uh, they have a, a dangerous wide receiving core with Amari Cooper, uh, and a joke who's having a really good year. Today, Austin Eckler rushed for 173 yards against them. Can the Patriots continue to run like they did today? And who will be the quarterback next week, Greg? <laughs>
5: uh, I, I mean, I don't know if Mac's going to be ready. I really don't. And um, no, Zappy Fever is not part of my calculation <laughs> at all. Um, I, I just don't. From what I saw in video of him this week, I just don't think the strength is there in that ankle. Could it change? Yeah, sure. He's young. Uh, everybody heals at a different rate. Um, we'll see. I would just caution, especially now that you – Won a game that buys you a little bit more time. It's, you know, it's more about the end of the season. And, you know, if they were one and four, would you press it a little bit? Yeah. At two and three, you don't really have to. Um, as far as the Browns, I have not seen them one bit, not even on TV. So I can't tell you. They, look, the Patriots are going to have to run the ball against everybody. This is not a team the way they're constituted to drop back and throw the ball 50 times. They need to be balanced. They need a lead or else things can get squirrely on them in a hurry. And so um, I would anticipate them you know, trying to do that, and I think that's the formula for their success. Joe in Lincoln joins us here in the Shaw's Patriots postgame show. Go ahead, Joe, you're next.
7: Yeah, so I'm, I'm the one that called last week, and Maz told me that he thought that uh, Bailey should be the water boy in Alabama, if anything. So I'm, I just want to get your take on the fact that this is his first year. Brady did not see the field at all his first year. Last year he was going to class. I mean, isn't it unbelievable that somebody who can uh, has just you know, gotten on the roster and not even had any snaps is able to perform that well? And Bill Belichick finally in his post-game press conference said a lot of complimentary things about him that he never says about young players. So I want Greg's reaction to that.
5: Uh, let's see. Where do I start? Um, you know, look. Uh, The kid's done a tremendous job. Um, I think that uh, he is clearly backup caliber in this league. I still don't think he's an NFL starter. I don't think he'll ever be a full-time NFL starter in this league. Um, He, as far as, you know, comparing him, first of all, even mentioning Brady in the same breath is just, ridiculous. But let's just go with the fact of okay, well, Brady didn't even see the field his first year. Well, I mean, the circumstances are different. And second of all, you know, how long ago that, that that's like 25 years ago almost from crying out so loud. different The yeah. game has completely changed. These guys now are throwing from pop Warner. They're 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 running spread offenses in pop Warner. It's a completely different game. And so to compare somebody from 25 years ago, their situation, is just not an app comparison to me. Um, you know, if you want to make more out of Bailey Zappi, then that's fine. Um, you know, I, he, he has certainly opened my eyes in terms of his poise and, and he has proven now that he can come in an emergency basis and not sink you and start, make a spot, start and get you a win against a wretched defense. Um, That's really good. That's sort of the baseline for a a good, solid NFL backup. And to me, he's proven that. And to me, he would be over Hoyer at this point. So, you know, that's an accomplishment. But anything else, I'm just not, I'm not getting involved in that. If If people want to go nuts with this, they can have at it. I'm just not joining in. So the, the poise, though, I think is real and the calmness, you know, considering yep. the situation he's Without been in. Without question.
4: And so you, like others, myself included, and I think rightfully so, we've been hard on these new coaches here. You know, Matt Patricia, Joe Judge are now on the offensive side of the ball. Do they deserve some credit here? Is this so far like a feather in their cap that, like, the kid has gone out there and not looked like a puddle?
5: Uh, a little bit. I mean, I'm not ready to go nuts. I mean, look, you know, I, I told you last week, um, you know, in the wake of the Packers game, I told you, I said, this is not a good Packers team right now. And look what just happened to them today. And in, in, against the Giants who are devoid of talent have Daniel Jones, a quarterback. Um, they couldn't stop them at all today. And, uh, it, but, you know, certainly they managed uh, Bailey Zappi well today. I do think that it, it helps Matt Patricia. Uh, I thought it helped him against the Packers. I thought it helped him today. Where, and I do think this is extrapolating this forward for when Mac Jones does come back. I think I'm hope, I'm hopeful that the offensive approach that they've seen work a bit in these last game and a half you know, focusing on the run game, not getting too crazy with the offense, managing the quarterback. Uh, Matt Jones had to be managed last year, like, and and they took the wraps off of him this year, and 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 I don't think it's totally Max' fault. I just don't think the whole operation was ready for that. And hopefully, hopefully, the coaches see the light now. That like, look, this is the way. Even who I don't care who our quarterback is. This is the way we need to play. We need to run the ball. We need to run high-percentage pass plays. We need to stop with this down-the-field, into double coverage nonsense, which is increasing our turnover percentage. And it's not just Mac Jones. Sorry, Mike Lombardi. It's the coaching and, and other things, including the talent on this team. And we need to refocus, and we need to stay tight and disciplined. And I think when the Patriots do that, which is what Josh McDaniels did a lot of last year, with this offense, and kept them under wraps and won 10 games. That's the path for this team. They, they, just because Mac Jones has a gear under his belt doesn't mean that he can drop back and it can be air patriots. That's just not who they are. It's not who they're built to be. And uh, hopefully they learn the lessons from these two games and apply them forward. All right, Greg. Well, you know, it's probably going to get a little wacky
4: this week, and you'll be annoyed by the time you make your appearance <sighs> on <Felger-Nass. laughs> There's going to be a lot of zappy fever. Yeah, catch the fever going into Cleveland. Um, I just think, if nothing else, look, uh, while this whole thing is going to get a little wacky here, if Mac is at 65%, 70%, do you want to put him against that pass rush? I mean, Cleveland has their issues, but a guy like Miles Garrett, like I-, I wouldn't want to put him in harm's way, so what the hell? Go with Bailey Zappy for one more week. But we'll see. It'll be an interesting week. I know you'll break down the film, have the three up, three down, ten questions, all that when you're uh, in on Tuesday with Fall Mass.
5: Yeah, looking forward to looking at the film and seeing what it says, and uh, I will let you guys know the verdict on Tuesday.
4: All right, Greg Bedard, Boston, nice, Boston Sports Journal, bostonsportsjournal.com yes. as the Patriots again uh, improved to 2-3 and three on the season. And you look at that slate again, whether it's uh, at Cleveland and Chicago on a Monday night, and that Bears team's wretched. Uh, and Then it's uh, at the Jets, Indy, and the Jets again. This should mirror on paper what they did last year during that seven-game winning streak. You want to talk about that? Uh, We'll take your calls. We'll also uh, spin around the league coming up here on the Shaw's Patriots postgame show next.